0: It's 2019. We here. We made it. We here. You made it. We here. Okay. We out here. Welcome to the Black Health Academy podcast. The first one in the new year. Uh, thank you for rocking with us for all of 2018. I'm just gonna go get this off my chest. Is that did that do it that ain't you? No you got to go. No we need some ding ding ding. ding, ding. Can I say ding ding? <laughs> can that? Say ding, ding. <laughs> all right there it is. <laughs> there it is. Guys welcome back to the I'm Lisa A. Smith, the founder of the Black Health Academy and the host of this lovely podcast. Joined as always by my super dope co-host, Ms. Get Fit with Jay. And this is the new 2019 version of us. So, you know, I decided I want to be called Get Fitter. Oh! can i can i do that in 2019 i mean yeah if you're not down if you're not really you know in a grammar heck, heck. Uh, yeah <laughs> no
1: yeah. grammar don't matter right now no get no yeah okay. so I'm
0: joined by my super dope co-host miss get Fit Her with jack yeah that's okay. how i'm feeling yeah not not get more fit the way we no 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 why no. you always gotta say stuff right no i'm was get just fit trying to see something <laughs> Get fit to her with Jay. Uh, in the building for 2019, ready to come with a super dope episode today. We have been really mulling over, you know, the value of relationships. We have been really going back and forth about how you we develop as humans and the yeah. importance of uh, relying on the people in our lives to do that, right? right? Uh, basically, we're a codependent society, and it's essential that we learn that we can't do it on our own. We go much further when we work together and we have a better experience while doing so when we work together. Mm -hmm. That's the important part too, right? Not necessarily what the end goal is. So in this episode, Jay and I are going to teach you why you should be and how to take more from your relationship. So it's not just about Giving, be gracious, right? What what can you do for other people? And pour into your community. Yep, got that. We already know that. And if you listen to the Black Health Academy, you're on the squad, you're in the team, we already know that giving is exceptionally important. But what we need to understand is that being a taker is just as important. Absolutely. So today, Jay and I are going to go over several reasons as to why you should be taking, Um, how to make your relationships more mutually beneficial in 2019 and exactly where to start to do just that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But first,
1: wait, wait, what? what?
0: Wait, what is our segment where we identify something we either uh, saw, heard or experienced in the last week or two that made us say, wait, what? So Jay, I told you that, um, I went to a conference uh, a couple years ago, a uh, fitness business conference, and mm-hmm. I went to a lecture. And one of the things the gentleman said in the lecture was, as a coach, mm-hmm. you should always be challenging yourself to something. I remember that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I never forgot that. And I try and keep that instituted in my life. So as a health and wellness coach, as a nutrition expert, I'm always pushing clients to reach their goals, mm-hmm. right? We're always setting up these targets that may initially seem unattainable. Mm-hmm. So as a coach, I need to make sure I'm also doing the same. I'm also positioning myself so that something is challenging for me. Right. right? So I should always be challenged so that I can always relate to my clients. Well, I work very closely uh, with someone who's in the health and wellness industry here in Metro Detroit, uh, Coach Kiwi. She's phenomenal and she runs several Fitness programs um, usually designed around bodybuilding and lifting, right? Right. And so, I recently joined one of her programs. I Me and Kiwi work together on a lot of stuff. I'm actually the in-house nutritionist for her uh, gym, but she offers programs where you can basically learn how to lift um, or bodybuild. And so, I recently joined one of her programs called uh, "Train Like a Competitor." Right. So, essentially, you are training five days a week um, like your planning on a bodybuilding a competition, but you may or may not do that. Right. Right. And some women in the program are specifically targeting that, like, I'm here to train so that I can take the stage in a couple of months. Right. Well, I'm there just in the program because, as I mentioned earlier, I just want to challenge myself. So I'm getting up at 3 in the morning, 3.30 in the morning, 3.45 in the morning, and getting to the gym, you know, by 4.15, 4.30, mm-hmm. training for an hour, getting out of there, and starting my work day. Mm-hmm. Right. So recently, last week, Kiwi said, uh, guys, tomorrow when you come in, um, I need you to be here between 415 and 445 to take pictures. Bring your bikini. Bring your swimsuit like you wear if on stage. And she said, we're going to take pictures. She showed us the poses we're going to have to do, whatever. And so because I know that there's some girls in the program who are literally training for to compete, I just knew she was just talking to them. Right, I'm not doing this. Right, I'm like, oh, oh, I'm not here from that for that part. Right, I just want to train like it. Right, right. <laughs> so I go up to her afterward. I was like, um, is the pictures for everybody? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm straight. I'm like, I just, I, I thought it was just for the competitors or whatever. And she's like, no, you know, I want everybody to take a before pictures. So you know, you know, you got to bring in a two piece, and mm-hmm. and I. It, it made me so uncomfortable and I just didn't want to do it. Right. And so I was like, Uh, it it makes me uncomfortable. I really I'm straight, like I don't really see the point. I'm not gonna compete or whatever. She was like, okay. She was like, if you, you know, if it makes you uncomfortable, I don't I don't want you feeling a certain way. She's right. like, no big deal. Don't do it. I was like, oh, okay, cool. She's like, Yeah, but my people who compete definitely gotta do it. I was like, oh okay, cool. Right? Right. So I I left that the gym that morning and I'm Mulling it over, mulling it over, mulling it over. I'm like, Lisa, what's your apprehension about taking these pictures? You know, like, why do... Because instantly, I'm like, my body's going to be exposed. You know, I don't want to... It just makes me even more vulnerable. I'd rather build the body under the sweat clothes. And then, you know... But no, I don't want to stand up like I'm going to be on stage in in a two-piece. I don't feel comfortable in two-piece in general like if I go to a beach or something so this is really like outside of my comfort zone and um and then she she was like no problem Lisa it's cool and I'm like okay right so now she
1: almost lets you off the hook too easy and so then it was almost reverse psychology not meant to be reverse psychology
0: probably because I I don't feel like it was intentional reverse psychology I feel like it was just like okay yeah that's on you if you want to fail (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) Jay so I'm like Lisa you're a coach in your own life and this is literally what you do to people every week. Mm-hmm. This is literally what you do to audiences. Audiences, mm-hmm. this, this, this. <laughs> every time you speak, right? You submit a challenge to them. And it's up to them to take it, right? right? So hours later, about six hours mm-hmm. later, I text her. And I said, I'm taking the pics in the morning. She said, LOL, why? And I said, it doesn't compromise my core values, allows you to do your job better. Pushes me outside of my comfort zone. She's like, you rock. And that's, I took the pictures. That's dope. Jay. That's dope. It was a major weight. what for me.
1: Yeah, it is a weight what. Because when you have to self-evaluate and check yourself. Absolutely. She didn't even do it. She, mm-hmm. just, threw, she just threw it out there like, no big deal. That's on you. And yeah. it was. It was. You, you gain more by doing it than you do um, by walking away. Absolutely. Wow! Yeah. yeah, it was a shout big, out to you.
0: It was a big moment in my, you know, career as a coach and everything. I'm like, you literally put yourself in this situation because mm-hmm. I thought, and, and oh, this just occurred to me too. This will to be a long episode, by the way. Um, we <laughs> ain't been seeing it when you- but but I thought that getting up at three thirty in the morning five days a week was the challenge. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I, I said as a coach, I need to always be challenged. Yeah. So- I'm
1: I'm nailing that. I'm nailing that. I I didn't sleep in that one day.
0: Didn't sleep in, you know, didn't be late, nothing like that. I'm like, you know, and then it's a lifting program. I lift, I like it. But when people come to me for personal training, they're not coming for that type of coaching. They're usually coming for weight loss and disease reversal or just to get in better shape, like with their flexibility or agility or mobility. So my coaching usually doesn't include very much bodybuilding. It does include weights and resistance training, but not serious yeah. bodybuilding. Right. And so I'm like, that's also the challenge, right? Because I'm now going to be learning more to be a better personal trainer. Right. You know, so I'm thinking, I hey, I've met my quota for challenging myself. Right. So why would you present something to me that I would be on board with? I've already satisfied my metric. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was literally the rationalization. Ah, I ain't no, I ain't got but no, that's not what life's about. You if you say, all right, I enrolled in a nutrition program, I'm here, you know, I done gave up a little sugar, when somebody throws another challenge at you, you don't get to say, I've already met my quota of pushing myself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh Uh-huh. So no, like whatever over the next eight weeks of this program, whatever she submits to us, again, as long as it doesn't compromise my core values. Allows her to do a job better and push me up. I'm on it. That's what's up. Yeah, that's what's up. Major wait What took you six hours? Only took me six hours. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying. Came in with my little two piece the next morning. How'd you feel? Fine. Cause I had mulled over in my head. I had already showed up ready. I didn't even drink a sip of water. I'm drying this body all the way out. It ain't about to be <laughs> nan <nine, nine. laughs> Oh, this before picture gonna look like I don't even need to be in here. <laughs>
1: got a spray tan like Lisa you don't need that you okay
0: you just was <laughs> not even gonna take the pictures now you do went and got right you in the front posing <laughs> don't let nobody else get they shine like I need you to calm down the the 60.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, then, and then because me and Kiwi work together so closely on other things like you know as colleagues um I think it might have gave her a new level of respect for me as well mm-hmm. you know what I mean like that's You know what I mean? Only only certain people, I think, can do that level of self-redirection right. and evaluate. I'm not patting myself on the back, but I know the average person, like like we said before, usually just meets their quota. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. So I think it's actually going to uh, simultaneously pour into our relationship as, as far as the level of respect we hold for one another. Mm-hmm. So um, that was my way what? Nope, I don't have a way what. Okay, so let's get into it. So before we get into the topic of Why you should be taking more and how to do so. Quick commercial break, okay? The Black Health Academy, Jay, when I tell you our first masterclass of 2019 is fire. I sat down with Dr. Andrea Rogers and did a masterclass on fibroids. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Jay, she dropped so many nuggets. When I tell you, I cannot wait for you to hear it Uh because I know fibroids, you know, one thing you struggle with. Um, And she dropped so many gems on why a woman should not be, you know, even considering getting her womb removed from her body. Mm. And not just on a physical aspect, because she talked about that too, like the womb. I don't want to give away too much, but she talked about the womb literally being the basement of the house. It's the foundation that mm. all the re- anatomically all the rest of your organs and everything are built on. Mm. So why would you take the foundation and the out the house? That's the first thing they suggest. Woo, girl, it was powerful. Then she goes into. Then she started talking about from a spiritual aspect mm-hmm. what the womb represents in a woman. Mm-hmm. And even more so why you, you, you we see some women struggling once they've had this, you know, hysterectomy because they've lost their womb, which is their intuition as a woman. It's their gift as a woman. What? Jay. Oh, I know it's going to be good. Oh, I Jay. know it's going to be good
1: because it's going to be from a standpoint that we've never, with me having fibroids, I've never heard it from this viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Ever. I've heard it from doctors. Um, you know, you want your
0: hysterectomy or uh, or not? Nah, right. right. You yeah. know what I mean. It's always from a biological standpoint, a physiological standpoint, a um, uh, pain management standpoint. Yeah. Or right. or it ain't that big of a deal. Standpoint. That's it.
1: It was. That's
0: it. Yeah, it was a bit. It's barely even acknowledged sometimes. Absolutely. So yeah. Absolutely, guys. So listen, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not enrolled in the Black Health Academy, I need you to take a long, hard look at yourself in the mirror. (laughs) And say, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with you? (laughs) It's free. There's no reason why you shouldn't be enrolled in the Black Health Academy when I tell you the amount of FIRE that we're releasing this year. And we're off to a phenomenal start with Dr. Andrea. And if you or someone you know have a history with fibroids, this is one masterclass you literally cannot afford to miss. So make sure you go to theblackhealthacademy.com, click on Enroll in the Academy Take your pick. You can do the platinum membership for free or you can do the black membership for thirty nine dollars a month. And someone just asked me uh, what exactly is the difference in the platinum and the black. We, we have it listed right there on the uh, sales page. However, with the black membership, not only do you get the opportunity to participate in live uh, masterclass and live coaching. Uh, with myself every month, you also get the opportunity to sell products or services that you may offer in our marketplace. And then you also get the opportunity to teach. If you are a subject matter expert in your area, we want to open up the entire Black Health Academy audience to you, right? So you fill out a short application we evaluate your application, we do a phone interview with you, and um, if you hold up to everything you say you are, if you're as good as you say you are, then we want to invite you to actually teach some classes inside of the Black Health Academy, so that becomes available to you when you do the Black Tier membership. Otherwise, join with the Platinum membership for free, um, get up in that thing, check out those masterclasses. The Master School has all the masterclasses on chronic disease reversal. Plant U, it's all about plant-based nutrition. Plank U is your workouts. And then sci-fi is the mental health. And for sci-fi, coming up inside of sci-fi, um, I'm going to be recording a masterclass, an audio masterclass um, about tending to your visions, um, tending to your daydreams. So I'm really excited about that. So some really, really good good content coming up, guys. So theblackhealthacademy.com. Now back to your schedule programming. Can I make a sound for that? I want sounds for everything. <laughs> no. What was that, Jay? I don't. I don't know. You're, you're okay, let me try it. it again. Okay, now back to your scheduled programming. I'll take it. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I like All it. All right. Yeah, know. I'm a little proud of that. Okay. <laughs> Beats on. I guess it's time for us probably to invest in uh, uh, someone and do some editing here on the podcast. We've we've been keeping it real, real raw. For, like, the last several years. Yeah, yeah, it's only <laughs> we left the years. studio. We, we yeah. don't even record in the studio anymore. Um, and you know what's funny? When you were talking
1: about um, Coach Kiwi, I forgot we were doing a podcast. I'm looking deep into your eyes like, <laughs> girl, what? Bikini, you wear it. <laughs> we need to get our butts back in the studio. Right? <laughs> I forgot we were doing a podcast. Man. That's I Mes- was so deep into it. <laughs>
0: And then and she said, and you, ooh.
1: and you went home, and what you do.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah, there's some benefits to like freestyling this podcast and just wherever we feel like it in these streets, mm-hmm. and then there's some benefits to being in a structured environment in the studio for sure. Man, remember that episode you slipped up and just cussed, like. Oh. <laughs> Oops, can we use that? <laughs> I'm like, we're using it, sis. So they, they know your heart. Right. <laughs> so listen, if you have um, editing abilities, if you have audio editing abilities, reach out to us at admin at blackhealthacademy.com. Admin at blackhealthacademy.com. And let us know. Listen, I'll throw some music on your podcast for you. I'll make sure you know the audio is tight. I'll make sure to edit out any nonsense. Uh, we, we want your help. And then also... Um, Jay, I was really proud of this. We did a um, new member orientation inside the Academy last month. Mm -hmm. We had... Uh, some phenomenal people on. Shout out to the homie all the way out in Japan. Listen to us. I know you listening. Um, Hey, 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 hey girl. Hey. Uh, So we have our, you know, she's a member inside the Academy. We have people uh, throughout the world, not just in the U.S. So um, I'm really, really, really proud of all of our phenomenal, phenomenal members. You guys bring so much value to the Academy and help to validate the work that we're doing. So thank you so much. And then just yesterday, Jay, I got an email from a young lady saying, do you have any live events coming up in New York or New Jersey? For the podcast? Y- no, live. events. like, you know how I teach the uh, nutrition class every week. Any events that the Black Health Academy might and So, And I know you. I didn't, but I do now. Oh, honey, I don't already. I said, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I said we don't have anything on the calendar at this moment. However... We actually need brand ambassadors in these cities to find locations for us and to rally the people, help us do the marketing, mm-hmm. you know, because you know your city better than us and you know, like what platforms right. we need to be advertising on and things like that. And so, you know, I told her, you know, we, we are you interested in being a brand ambassador for the New York, New Jersey area and helping the Black Health Academy set up some in-person live events. So um, if for that goes for anyone listening, whatever city you're in. Um, if you can work with us on the logistics of um, bringing the Black Health Academy to you live here in Detroit, we do a first Saturday nutrition class. that's always super lit. Um, and so we want to take that nationwide. We want to start showing up and bringing black health into your city. So if you are interested in having that and you really want to uh, work with us on that or know like a, an event planner or something, that can really help us scout locations, and we want to start it off with, you know, with it being free to the community. Um, but how can how can we set it up and come to your hometown? So you're thank not you enticing guys. them enough. If you're dying to meet me, let's be honest. <laughs> say what <laughs> let's I have said. All right, I got to stop doing the commercial breaks. I got to start putting it on you because you you're right. If you're dying to meet me,
1: listen, <laughs> do what you need to do to make that happen. That's all you had to say. That's right.
0: <laughs> I am the draw. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Girl, let's move on. Like, now nah, were you finished with that? Yes, we're okay. all set.
0: Okay, so why should we take more, Jay? Let's get into it. So, how did this conversation come up?
1: Because we were, as always, doing some self-assessment of our lives, talking about past, you know, relationships with friends or intimate relationships, and you were saying, you know, about a person in particular, like they didn't take enough mm. from the relationship, and of course, I was extra with it. Girl, what would you say? Repeat that two more times and we got into depth about how many relationships that we do not take enough from. There's so many benefits we could pull out of the relationship, but a lot of times for some reason, whatever reason, we just don't. Yeah. And then we start giving examples, and yes. it was just a long, drawn out conversation. And we were like, "We got to, we got to bring this in the podcast." Absolutely. There's just no way yes. that we cannot let our people hear this information. It was so good. Yes. It was so good. So yeah, that's how it came about. Just a regular old, <laughs> regular old average day. That's an average
0: day. Yeah. Our- <laughs> an average day. <laughs> Talking just nonsense. So. Um, So what do, do we mean by that? And what what should that look like? You know, I'm going to start off with um, a real world example. So a good friend of mine, we were recently hanging out and she has someone who's uh, very close to her who has cancer right mm-hmm. now. And this is the second time that her family member has been dealing with cancer. Mm -hmm. And um, so now, you know, they're just working on making sure she's as comfortable as possible and as she gets treatment and things like like that. So, um, and and my friend, my friend's name is Lungi. So, you know, Lungi has a, you know, someone close to her has cancer and they're just really working through things. And so we were talking and we were hanging out. And it's funny how it all came full circle all in the same night. So... You know, you, I, and, and Tiff go on a fit trip every year. Yes. Yeah. And Lungi is an avid traveler, like, mm-hmm. avid traveler. Matter of fact, make sure you're following her on Instagram at The More We Travel, the more, M O O R E, her last name, the more we travel. She has a whole page dedicated to her family's travels and where they go throughout the world, right? And so Lungi is fire when it comes to. Uh, booking flights, and she's really fired when it comes to, um, you know, booking accommodations. And I'm talking about for her, her husband, and her two children. Mm-hmm. So literally, she'll be like, "Oh no, this whole uh, trip we're about to take to Ecuador cost us over three hundred dollars each." What? Right? Just crazy, right? So, we had the three of us, me, you, and Tiff, have been going back and forth about where we're going for our fit trip this year and how much it's going to cost. Right. And um. You know, initially we were playing around with Brazil, thought that might have been too much for where we wanted to keep it. And so we switched over to Dominican Republic. And then I was sitting there with Lungi and I'm like, hey, um, we're trying to go to Brazil this year for our fit trip. You know, what's what you know, what's the best way to find the best flights? She's like, you ain't leaving from Detroit, are you? And I was like, huh? She's like, "Nah." She's like, you can't. wherever you're going international, you need not be leaving from Detroit. She told me the hubs I need to be leaving out of to where mm-hmm. I want to go. I was like, well, I got a speaking and engagement in Jamaica in August. She was like, oh, no, you need to fly out of such and such. Right? Mm-hmm. Just instantly mm-hmm. started telling me how to mm-hmm. get the better deals. Right. On the trips, right? right? And I literally, Jay, I had my phone out. I went to my notepad, and I'm writing down everything she's saying. I'm texting you, you and tell I'm like, remember I said, hold on, I'm sitting yeah. here with my travel uh-huh. agent and giving us tips. And what we do, we brought it back to Brazil, and now we are going with our first decision because Lungi told us how to get it for much, much cheaper.
1: Man, when you sent me those prices, because Tiff originally sent the prices right yes and then i was like whoa because that doesn't even go over the accommodations. this is strictly the The flight flight over a thousand dollars and then you came back man i think it was like maybe 343 dollars but the initial price was like over a thousand was like a thousand i was like how but yeah that brings us to the topic of benefiting or extracting things from your relationship, getting more out of your relationship, not using people. Let's, let's be clear. Yes. Not using people. That's a whole
0: different ball game, but taking more from your relationship. I took more, I took something from that. So let me, let me finish. Let me tell you how she then took from me. Okay. Yeah. So, so just in that moment, here I am, I'm a close friend with somebody who's an expert at travel. Okay. I plan to travel. Mm-hmm. Right, and she sat there and gave me the whole rundown and the plug, and and I was managed to get all the trips that I'm taking this year much 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 cheaper. Right? Okay. She's like, no, you going here? This is where you need to fly into first. If mm-hmm. you're going here, this is where you need to fly out of. Here's the websites that you need to follow and track. And this, you know, this website doesn't track this, so you got to go there separately. Just dropping all the gems, right? Right. Because this is what she does. This is what she loves. Okay. Fast forward to a couple hours later in the same evening. We're talking about her family member who has cancer, and she's like, I've been telling her how she needs to eat. She said, Lisa, when you send out a plant-based recipe every week, I forward it straight to her. She's like, I've been sending her all your emails for the past two years. Wow. She's just like, I've changed the way me and my family eat. I've changed, the, you know, now somebody close to me could potentially pass from cancer, and I literally take your content and give it to her.
1: Getting What? Taken from the relationship. That
0: I didn't even know. That's a very good point we need to write down too, Jay. Sometimes you take it, people don't even got to know it's taken. They take it from you. They don't. They don't even have to be impeded from your taking. We automatically I mean, think taking. Me. They have
1: to be aware, and it has to be a conscious decision. But and it and that they
0: have. That might have to potentially be involved in some way, or.
1: But you said it the other day. You was like, I sit back and watch you how you are with your kids, and you don't know that I'm, you know, learning. And there are certain things that. You may come around me and I'm like, oh, yeah, I've been doing that. You, you had said on the phone, you were talking to your client that I'm like, oh, OK.
0: And I and I implemented it for right. myself. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Right. So it's
1: it's honestly not just taking from the relationship um, to benefit, like on a conscious level to that person, but also, you know, just being in the right environment that you can pull from, too. So mm-hmm. it's environment,
0: too. Absolutely. Yeah. No doubt. OK, no doubt. So I just really got in my feelings that night. I'm like, wow, she just helped me save literally thousands of dollars for this year. And here I am not even knowing helping her work through a major illness in her family. Mm-hmm. Literally. Mm-hmm. That was so powerful for me. Yep. Yep. That's- taken from your relationships. Yeah. OK, so let's get okay
1: down to it. OK. All right. There's a lot of relationships, and let's talk about the relationships that people don't benefit from. I'm going to go ahead and say intimate relationships. Okay. Like, um, you know, spouse, spouse. <laughs> okay. Or, oh, or well, well, when we
0: say that people don't benefit from, not because in general they don't, we're saying that they don't benefit from enough. That you know, I'll give an example. <laughs> okay. I'm a trainer. I'm, you know, I'm into nutrition. I'm
1: certified in nutrition, and yet. You're sitting here with maybe diabetes or you're sitting here with high blood pressure yes. or you you know even if you like you said even if you don't tell me you're pulling from me just watching and learning. You know, my favorite thing that I like to brag about is if you just sit just follow my moves, you'll be in a better place. Yeah. You don't even got to you didn't got to talk to me. Yeah. Just follow me. Go to the gym when I go yeah. and eat what I eat. So you don't necessarily have to um be like okay, write me out a plan and then, or,
0: okay, I'm going to, you know, go to the gym and you're going to train me. No. And that's most people's, um, that's usually what most people envision when we talk about taking Mm -hmm. more from the relationship. Now we are talking about that too. Mm -hmm. We are talking about that too, but like you said, it can be passively taken. And actually that's, that's probably what most people already do. I'm thinking about social media. Mm -hmm. We watch so many people on social media and follow what they do. Or yeah. implement what we do. So that's probably not the I had a trainer part.
1: that didn't even know she was my trainer. That's right. Like, oh, that's right. okay.
0: That's all right. That, reps that, is what? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I've made posts on social media before. And if it happened to be somebody that I knew personally that had my phone number, they might text me two weeks said, like, What'd you say? Put in that smoothie? Uh-huh. You know? So, absolutely. So you guys are usually already taking from a more gen- general or generic pool like that. Right. Like social media or something like that. Um, but how can you do that for people in your life, too, that really are subject matter experts on something in particular? Like you said, if you land down every night next to a nutritionist, a trainer, a financial advisor, a spiritual leader, there's no reason why that particular area in your life shouldn't be automatically up level. Yeah. Who do you think you are? OK. All right. Go. Come on. No, I'm listening. <laughs> I'm I got scared. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Like really, how could you not? I feel like you would be a fool. Because here's the thing, especially if it's something that's bothering you, like 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 if it's something you're physically or we mentally. We all know those with.
1: people who are know it alls, quote unquote know it all. No if doubt. I can't figure it out <laughs> myself, if I you know I can go on YouTube just like you did, or I can you know well you've only been a financial advisor for three years. Um, you know how much do you, could you really know? Yeah. How much? Yeah. You know, and it's and and just for an example, you. How long have you been an entrepreneur? Since twenty fifteen. And it's only two thousand nineteen in the beginning. However, you're like more versed than people who has been in a business 20 years. Why? Because you've been intentional about learning, yep. applying, yep. P- putting in the necessary steps. Yep. Just like you met that lady who had um, an opposite opinion from you. And instead of going back and forth with for her, like, you don't know, you don't know. You're like, let's meet up. Tell me what you know yep. so that I can have um, something else to teach my clients. Yep. That I wasn't even aware of, yep. you know, and it's just what you're willing to invest. It's not about how long you've been um, knowing this information. And I think sometimes people aren't willing to pull from those relationships, maybe because they don't even trust it.
0: And the, or they don't respect it, or they cause don't like respect because you, you're like you said, we both used to be broke with low credit. Right. So, so how yeah. are you going to be my financial advisor? And I know where you came from. Right. So the problem is knowing their origin story man because if right. you went and got hired by this financial advisor she could have only been on a job two years what's that True. difference from your best True. friend only been doing it for two years because True. you knew her before the two years absolutely you feel like you know, yeah because i've help. experienced
1: that a lot yeah you know i was just telling you about my brother who was like you you just start eating healthy five months ago but five months into it I had given up preservatives. I had given up meat. Yeah. I had given up added sugar. Yeah. I was in the gym every day. I had lost 15 pounds. Yeah. Like, I'm on this thing. Yeah. I'm watching documentaries. I am i mean, you and I are texting back and forth. Yeah. You know, I remember I text you. Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny now <laughs> when you were in China. I'm like, yeah, made some little uh, vegetarian tacos. Um, he was like, what was in them? I'm like, oh, okay, I put potatoes and I named some other stuff. You was like, why? Like, that don't sound healthy. I think it was like brown rice potato <laughs> <laughs> You was like, nah, sis, that ain't it, right? <laughs> so then I had to like reevaluate like okay I've extracted the meat then so but I'm just learning I'm learning Learning. from my own sources I mean I'm learning from like you know documents but I also got a friend who's you know working out and doing these things so it's like I'm, I'm getting this information from all direction I'm trying to give it to you yeah and he's like no little sis you you don't you don't know much so you have to really respect people who are really into this is my like my passion yeah why wouldn't you take you see it you can look at someone on YouTube, but you don't know what their intentions are. It may be just to get money, just like you know someone who tried to get you on board yeah. when the whole end game was just to get money. You're like, no, I don't want to be a part of that. Like, I'm trying to teach health out here. I'm trying to save my people. Yes. So knowing a person's, what their integrity is, what yes. their intention is, you have to assess them from that point. I don't care if two years ago they weren't into it, a year ago they weren't into That's it. That's
0: right. Respect
1: them for the knowledge that they have right now.
0: That's it. That's it, because I think one of the barriers that we talked about Um, is assessing your relationships because when people have known you for so long, they've seen so many different versions of you. Right. You know what I mean? So, oh, I had, I had the iPhone one, I had the iPhone four, I had the iPhone five, six, and I got the iPhone 10. So because you're privy to all those previous versions, Mm -hmm. you know, you... You're not that impressed with the newest version. Mm-hmm. But if the if the iPhone 10 is your first iPhone, mm. then it's hitting. Right. You know what I mean? You like, ah, this ain't that different from the iPhone 8. I don't know why they charge an extra 200 dollars Right, and then
1: iPhone <clears throat> 2 had a glitch, so right. why are they even charging that much? Right,
0: right. But if your first phone is the iPhone 10, oh, I'm mad impressed. Right. Right? Oh boy. I you know, so that you have to evaluate your relationships because when people have known you known several different versions of you and you've been rebirthed in front of them a multitude of times um they're still they're still dealing with that old version of you right you know Mm -hmm. what i mean they're still dealing with that iphone 6 but now you the 10 right and sometimes they can't garner up that same level of of respect and so it becomes more difficult to take from that relationship you know what i mean just as i'm sure it becomes difficult as the giver to give yeah because because they can't respect you because they knew the old version of you. And then you can't respect what you have to offer because they knew the old version of you. Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So as uh-huh. the giver, you're also like, but we were broke together.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, now we, you stepping in there like, look, this is how you get this money. Right. This is how you keep, this is how you get your credit straight. Let me tell you. Let right. me learn you. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> we did used to pound pieces and cake and alcohol right. together. Mm-hmm. Oh, now you fit now? We used to be smashing this nonsense together. Yeah. And so... Both of you have to respect the new version of you. Yeah. And then,
1: in regards to um your work relationship, man, I knew a person, their job offered them everything. child care reimbursement, mm-hmm. um, paid for college, um, as long as they, you know, got took certain classes. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just so many programs, and i am they were in none. Mm. They were in none. I'm like, what are you doing? You should be in school. You have kids. I don't care what you put them in because it could have been a program. It doesn't necessarily have to be, oh, just them just sitting there being watched by someone. Right. Like you could have put them in, you know, and the, the girl in cheerleading or she could have been in a science program after whatever, something where it benefits and they would have reimbursed you. Right. You know what I mean? And, and they were just going to work,
0: just the paycheck was just good yeah, enough. Yeah, just going to work. Giving up their day, their time, their energy to the job and not taking enough from the only thing they're taking from the job is the paycheck that they were already owed.
1: Yeah. They just exchanged their ch- their time for uh, money. That's like, it. no, there's something more you can pull from this relationship. With this job. And they're,
0: Absolutely. And they're
1: offering it to and you. And they're
0: offering it to you. You're yeah. not taking enough. You, your life shall always, you should always know what they are offering. And you can fill in the blank with they or whoever you want to be, whether it's a family member, a spouse, a job. Uh, you know, a, your house of spiritual and worship. What are they offering that you're not taking? Mm-hmm. What are they offering that you're not taking advantage of? Mm-hmm. You are not benefiting enough from your relationships, Right. Period. Right. You know, the top relationship I think people don't benefit enough from.
1: I think this is almost the top. Kids. Mm. People, I people do not take away enough they do not take away enough from their kids kids have so much information and insight Mm. and they can help out so much like you're sitting in the house in your room feeling lonely and you got two kids wanting to spend time with you Mm. wanting to watch a movie with you wanting to play a board game with you Mm -hmm. you sitting here feeling overwhelmed with your house not clean when you got some some helping hands in here Mm -hmm. you sitting here talking about who saw the baby? When your son in there listening to him, like, yeah, you don't have to listen to him and cause you think it's ridiculous, but you should at least know what your kids are putting into their brain. Yeah. Like, at least be up on it so you can be well versed in, like, no, that's some nonsense. And the reason I feel like the generation shouldn't listen to him is because he talks about this foolishness. Yeah. You know, like we don't a lot of parents don't pay enough. They think their only, their only job is to provide, protect. And then educate, and it's like there's so much more you can get from this relationship. I learned so much just from talking to my kids. Like that's what's going on. Right. Tell me about this. M- Morgan loves BTS. That's her thing. I watch. She was like, okay, I want. She's into you know the whole Japanese, Japanese anime, theme,
0: music, everything. all of that.
1: <clears throat> so it was her turn because you know I have a non-negotiable family day every week. Yes. Um. That means the phone. That means the devices go down. Um, we are just simply my son, my daughter and I, we are simply into each other. So it was her turn to pick a movie. Mm -hmm. She of course wanted, um, Japanese movie where it was just simply, is it called just closed caption? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Morgan, come on, God, like, (laughs) don't do this to me. (laughs) I love you too much for this. Come on. Right. Come on now. Show your mama some love. Don't make me read a whole movie. When I tell you 30 minutes into the movie, I'm like, listen, y'all going to either have to leave the room, settle down. I'm talking about the cat had to be locked into the room. I don't want, I was so all into it. Like, what? It was such a good movie. Had I not been willing to invest the time into them or even take their opinions into consideration, I would have never got the benefit of knowing a movie can be absolutely amazing with no words. Because first of all, it takes all of yours. And you have to read every single, single line. Yes. There is no glancing down at your phone. There no. is no... Yeah, you miss a whole hookup.
0: No. When she get killed. Right, 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 her right. Her right. For two minutes, I but... ain't read that line.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. Kids can add so much value to their, their life with their... They're, they're new. Like, they're new. We, you know, we have our own opinions of mm-hmm. what we think and what we think of and how it's supposed to be done. And they're just like, you know, they have a new sense yes. of purpose and a new, like, their own spin on life. And yes. if we sit there and listen to it, it can, like, refresh us. It's refreshing. So, yeah, pull from that relationship. Talk to them. You, use them to help you, you know, if you're bored. To, you know, invest time. And, and and they teach lessons. And they teach Listen, Morgan is strictly the reason why I don't go on a lot of rants about, you know, uh, race, you know, you know, my racist rants. Yeah. Like, my, mama, you know, chill with that. That's not, you don't put the same, basically the same energy that you don't want. Like, why if, and I'm like, Morgan, whatever, one day you're going to learn, um, you know, how they it means to be black. The, and this right, country. <laughs> right. And she's like, you know, I know what it means. I understand what it means, but you're not adding any value to basically with your are rage. Your <laughs> ra- rage. You're you know what I mean? She's
0: like, you're not doing anything yes. by being mad. Yeah. So I'm like, oh all right. <laughs> right. That's a that's right. a lesson. You took you could have just um used your authority in that moment. Right. But you didn't. Right. Right. She's also giving me a whole perspective of the
1: L uh LGBTQ community. Like for some reason, she's obsessed with it. Obs- And I'm like, Morgan, first of all, let me ask you right now, are you you gay? Mm -hmm. She's like, no. It's just, she's like, I I think it's something about people having the freedom and the courage Mm -hmm. to be themselves in this world Mm -hmm. where everyone is trying to um, demonize it. And they're trying to, um, you know, make it so these people are like Mm. not as human as us. Mm-hmm. And so she, and so I've been really into it now. Mm-hmm. Like I, we've been watching these like transgender, um, YouTube videos where they're teaching about just teaching humans how to treat other humans. Yes, And it's just interesting. Cause I would have never like transgender has always been a weird thing to me,
0: mm-hmm. whether
1: i admitted it or thought about it or not. So now I just see it in a whole different light. Like, you know what I mean? Like they are just the, same yeah I'm no struggling doubt. with something else and they're struggling with something and that's just what it is that's what it is so
0: yeah just pull from that relationship more I, I agree I agree I think that's a really good one and <clears throat> which brings us to why should we even begin to take more because and especially as black women we you said um very eloquently we're conditioned and accustomed to being in relationships where we're giving more than we're taking we're conditioned and accustomed to being in situations where we're the provider, the caregiver, yeah, the nur-
1: yeah, nurturer, yeah, the nurturer, um, right?
0: We're the psychic, we're, <clears throat> yeah. we're the mastermind, yeah, we're the problem solver, solver, right? Yeah. And so the fun,
1: the fun, what do you, the life coor- the party, no, coordinating all the fun. Oh, somebody's turning oh yeah, 15. the no, party birthday party. Where, the Bert, event your, your boyfriend is it's his
0: fortieth. Okay, what we're we gonna do? Where we're going to vacation? Like mm-hmm. all of this stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, when although we've already prefaced everything where we talk about solutions, but I wanted to revisit why we should even consider t- taking more. Okay. Because it it, it is unfortunately uh, partially in our DNA to just give and provide. And again, what I mentioned, Lungi made me privy to the other night. Black women in this country are only used for consumption. Right. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So not only are we used to giving. We're used to being consumed. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta explain that because people probably are like, "What?" So essentially, you know, um, whether it's a romantic relationship, whether it's a professional relationship, um, black women in America, worldwide, worldwide, she made me hit worldwide, are only used for what we can provide or give right and nobody feels obligated to bring their best self to the table for black women mm-hmm. right so she kind of made the example of a black man dating a white woman right so i have a black man dates a white woman oftentimes he's bringing um you know well-read educated professional um thing whether it's a white woman or any non-black woman whereas black women often have to accept men who don't have it all together yet and we we're supposed to stick by your side and work with you you're supposed to consume our energy our talent our expertise to help build you up where you're supposed to be mm-hmm. right um, how whatever value we can bring to the table is what's taken from us mm-hmm. but nobody feels obligated to show up for us and impress us right. or to pour into us right right we're just, What can I use you for and then throw you away? Mm -hmm. Right. So consumed consumption. Right. And so because we we're saying here, um, we're used to giving, we're used to, you know, carrying the burdens and carrying the weight. um, We're also used to being consumed. And so it doesn't necessarily trigger a problem for us. Right. I think that's true to a certain point.
1: Because um, I was speaking about this last night with Lobi mm-hmm. and seeing what she thought about it. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily the consumption aspect, mm-hmm. but just the whole black men not doing enough aspect. And she said, You know, I'm on this web, I mean, I'm on this page where they, a bunch of black men stand up guys, a lot of different successful men and successful women together just doing their thing. I'm like, There's no way to tell that mm-hmm. they both may be successful all day long. I'm not saying we don't have successful black men who stay with successful black women, but what I'm saying is it's those underlying things mm-hmm. does he um is he a leader in their relationship mm-hmm. is is he um you know supporting her on elevating mm-hmm. is he you know is he doing being the best version of himself for this woman Absolutely. as I know that she um is probably not saying necessarily... But more than likely. More than likely she's being. <clears throat>
0: mm-hmm.
1: Right? And then um, I was also watching a... Um, like a short video from Derek Jackson about mm-hmm. a man getting all these different, you know, claps on the back about his woman, quote unquote, birthing him into the man he was. Mm-hmm. Like... You know, she finally got the man that she's put in blood, sweat, and tears for. Yeah. You know, I didn't deserve her at the time I got her, and shout out to her for sticking by me and doing all these things and putting herself on the back burner. And everybody's like, "Yes, you like no? Why did you do that to that woman? Yeah, why did she do
0: that? You you had to consume her
1: for ten years, and now here we are. And now here we are, and everybody's impressed. Just like with Jay Z, everybody's impressed that you finally stopped cheating on Beyonce, right. like. All these years.
0: Mm-hmm. I've never heard the story in the opposite. I'm so I'm so happy he stuck with me while I got my stuff together and build me up to where I am today. Mm-hmm. It exists, no doubt. No doubt. It's mm-hmm. happening, right? But you're right. The first story is way more common to hear.
1: Yeah. So I just for one, I want us to stop um being so ready. I mean, some some of us are ready to be consumed. Yep. And to know? solve a problem. And to solve a problem. You know what I mean? Like, come into um, certain situations, whether they're romantic, work, friendships, and otherwise, making it where I'm coming into for this to be mutually beneficial. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that becomes um, a revolving door. That becomes a way of life. Your next relationship is going to be the same way if you don't change the way you think. Yeah. You know, we we always see the whole thing on social media. I'm tired of doing this, this and that for people and they don't do it for me. Mm -hmm. Well, you allowed that and and actually you give off that aura. Yeah. Those type of people are drawn to you for a reason. Yeah. And, and whether or not you want to admit it, you're selecting them. Yeah. They don't get to be in your life because they knocked on your door. You ain't see them coming and they just kicked the door in. You let them in. Yeah. So now you have to evaluate why are you attracted to these type of people? Is yeah. there something that lacks in you that makes you want to give more than you um, receive? Receive.
0: Absolutely, because that's exactly why we were talking about why you should take more. Uh, we talked about to unburden yourself, to de stress yourself, to not feel so alone. Um, but also, you said to raise your self worth, to raise your self worth, because that feels a, a way.
1: No one likes rejection. Yeah. No one. I don't care who you are. You don't like to be rejected. But if there's soft, subtle rejection every single day from people, mm. you know, you, you say, um, hey, I need this from you, and, and you never get it every mm. single day, that that does something to you, does something to your self-worth, your self-esteem. And as Cat Williams say, it's called self-worth and self-esteem because it's from self, yeah. right? <laughs> However, it taps into it because you, you're you allowing someone to make you feel as if you're not worth it. Yeah. So yeah, self-esteem and self-worth does come from yourself, but there are certain things that take away and distract you from how valuable you really are absolutely so you have to be careful with every single thing that's
0: in your life you do you do and and when we talk about people who always say you know I'm so sick of giving to people because they don't want to do nothing in return don't ask me to do anything else you know I'm you know I'm if you can't be here for me that way then I'm not going to be here for you that way you're, while you're publicly angry, you're privately broken and sad. Yes. Right? I, yeah, I've been in those shoes, you know. You're publicly like, I'm sick of people, you know, take, 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 take. But you're privately broken because our society is a codependent one. Mm-hmm. And trying to be 100% independent literally goes against our human nature. Mm-hmm. Right? I agree. So we're meant to coexist and be codependent. Mm-hmm. We're meant to need other people, mm-hmm. right? And so, but we've done a fine job of building these walls and these uh, boundaries, saying who we won't let in, and I can do everything for myself, or my child doesn't need a father, or I don't need a man to do nothing for me. I don't, yes, you do. Yes, you do. You, yes, you, you do. You need all of those things.
1: And you know what I said I was gonna speak about is our relationship. <clears throat> Because uh, my nephew was going through some health issues that has been bothering me for years. I've been trying to tell him, like, listen, all that, you know, inflammation that you're getting from your diet, your sh- the sugar, I pull up on him. He has a two liter pop. Mm. Like, oh, my God, you have got to um, stop drinking that. I'm like, you- you'd have no vegetables in your diet. Th- I mean, I'm just going on and on for years. This has been going on and on. Finally, I was like, Jay, what are you doing? Like, Come on now. He hasn't listened to you then. He's not going to listen to you now. He's not going to wake up and say, oh, my God, wait a minute. She's possible. Maybe she's making sense. And that's more scary if he's done that. That means it has hit a a point where either the doctor has told you something Mm -hmm. or something is happening where that level of fear is like, oh, my God, I'm desperate. Mm -hmm. So I reached out to you Mm -hmm. and I was like, listen, um, and... To to bring it to the point of, you know, feeling like, I don't know, I was like, dang, I really don't want to ask her because Mm -hmm. just because you, you know, speak about this and you have clients, that don't mean I get to just call you and be like, yo, go talk to my nephew, you know, but I'm like, you know what? You want your nephew, nephew to get healthier or or don't you? Yeah. So, you know, I called you like, hey, can you go talk to my nephew for me? I really just think that you would just have put the emphasis and the compassion and, um, you know, everything he needs to. And if you can't do it, I felt like nobody could. Oh. Really. Aww. I really did. I'm like, if she can't do it, then it may be a lost cause. So I asked you, you went over there. Next day. Next day. Next <laughs> day. I'm talking about next day. No doubt, my nephew woke up drinking a smoothie. What? I'm thinking like, okay, you know, that's that jail talk. You know, <laughs> when I get free, first day they doing everything right. Right. So, oh yeah, I went to church, picked up all six of my kids. Yeah. Right. You know, got them Easter suits and ain't even Easter. You know, first day fresh out. I thought it was one of those type of situations.
0: You're right.
1: But ever since then, he's been drinking his water, yeah. and he's been, you know, I told you he's an evangelist now, trying to get his friends to stop. Yeah. he's been. They went to the Eastern Market, and they've been getting vegetables, and he's eating them, and yeah. he won't do this, and he won't do that. So, I I pulled from our relationship. You did. Like this is the value you have, and I, I need it yeah. right now. Like, yeah. can you please do this for me as a friend? And you did.
0: Yeah, no doubt, and, and I was happy to do it. Uh, I was happy to talk to him, and it's. it's Important to say, he's out, how, how old, 17, 18? 17. He's young. He's a 17 year old black male. Right. Right. We're talking about resistance on all levels. Right. right. Then from being a teenager, right. Then from being a male, you know, all these things when it comes to talk, having a conversation about you need to start eating right and moving right. right. You know, like you when I'm
1: 45, 50. So right. What
0: like, what are you saying? Right. <laughs> um, but I was really happy to do it because number one, if I'm not going to be here for the ones closest to me, I feel like I have absolutely no right. I told you, and you you tried to argue with me, but I feel like I have no right to help strangers if I'm not doing everything I can for the people closest to me. I don't think you ever told me that. When I told you, like, if if my mom doesn't do right or gets a, a disease that was preventable, I feel like it's my fault.
1: Oh, okay, we did talk about that because someone on a podcast had said, if you're not doing anything and everything in your power yeah. that you know to do... yeah. It's not, oh, I talked to him once, he ain't do it. Yeah. Then you talk to him again, and you talk to them you again. You talk to him
0: again. That's right. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Like, don't, you know, that's always in my mantra. Don't give up on him. Don't give up on him. Don't give right. up on him. So, you know, it, it didn't. I didn't even flinch when you asked me to go talk to your nephew because that's how I feel. Like, this is the squad. Right. I am where I am because of my squad, because right. of my ecosystem. And what I don't need is for anybody in my ecosystem to be battling with something that I could have potentially helped to prevent. hmm You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you're right. And he's been knocking it out the park, texting me every night, his water. He got the water bottle. I told him again, he's eating the fruits and vegetables, getting rid of He He's like, Lisa, this sugar is hard. I'm like, I know.
1: Yep, and I didn't also didn't let pride get in the way. Like, why he won't li- Oh, okay, that's a big one too. I didn't let I pride get in a way. This,
0: so why he didn't listen to me? Why do I got to ask her to tell him? Right. No, that was not a barrier. That was not a barrier. When you talk about self assessment,
1: right? Huge. Yeah.
0: Being able, don't be that person to be like, well, I've been telling you this for years. Now you're gonna go listen to them. Right. No, what you did is you actually all you did was plant the seed for me mm-hmm. and made my job. Easier mm-hmm. because now when I went to talk to him, it wasn't the first time he was hearing these things. Mm-hmm. He was probably just hearing your voice, seeing my face. Right. I like go she, that far. <laughs> she, but she's been saying this all I, along. Yeah, I have. This is not the first time I've heard this. Mm-hmm. So just because you've been delivering the message, but the person didn't take action until somebody else came in and said it, so what? Right. We again we're all a codependent society. It mm-hmm. takes a village. Yeah, and I think we
1: um one of the things we were talking about is um, when you say you need to take more from your relationship, that goes up and down. At one point, you may be given 80, and that person is given no 20. Doubt. And then it may turn around, that person is giving 80, and you know you're... No doubt. Whatever, given 20. However it goes, at the end of the month, year, whatever, it adds up to 50-50. It all
0: comes out vegan cupcakes because when you, when you bake it all and when you put it all together... <laughs> Mm. go on okay when you, put it, <laughs> when you put it all together um at the end because you we matter of fact let's let's just bring that right to the next one um scoreboard watching yes right just scoreboard watching scoreboard watching right so you're you're not meant to be taken from your relationship in a way in which you're tallying up points and events mm-hmm. and, and occurrences right right you're just meant Like you said, sometimes you're in a season of giving. Sometimes you're in a season of taking, right? But either way, you shouldn't be necessarily scoreboard watching. Oh, I started my company. She didn't buy my T-shirts or do this with me. So when, now, but she want me to do that when she start hers. Now you only want me to come to you to get my nails done now that you got a nail shot, right? Right? No, we're not scoreboard watching in that way, Mm -hmm. you know? But it's just all about, listen, I got a big event coming up. I need the whole mani-pedi. I have a friend who does this, mm-hmm. right? I should be able to benefit from that and never, why should I have to go above and beyond and far and beyond on my way if my best friend owns a nail shop. Right. You know what I mean? Like Yeah,
1: but and I think a lot of
0: that goes on though.
1: And I, I don't know if you can call it human nature or lack of self-development. I don't know what you call it. Where people are ego just scoreboard watching, you know, I drove the last time, so you gotta drive this time. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I paid the last time,
0: so you got. I might so, pay the next ten times. Yeah,
1: it's not about that. To bring the point of earlier, if you have the type of people in your life that's supposed to be there, you wouldn't feel scared to do too much. You would. You would yes. not feel scared to do too much because no. they shouldn't be in your life. If you if you
0: if you feel like uh, they wouldn't do it for me, if you got to if you got to keep count, if you got to keep score, yeah, then they shouldn't be in your life. You should, you, have, you should have already done the evaluative process earlier on in the relationship where I know this is just a good human that right. I want to stay close to me. Mm-hmm. So here going forward, what I do for them and what they do for me goes in one ear and out the other. It's not me literally, like you said, I took care of dinner this time, so let me take care of it next time. I might want to treat you for the next eight times.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Um, yeah, one of the things that um, I want to talk because I don't want to forget this point. Well, you know, we have a few points, actually, uh, that we want to go when over. When we start
0: talking about how to start taking more from yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Because I okay. just saw you know one of my notes, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to forget this one. But um, I think I've said all the relationships, the job, your kids, your romantic, we didn't say... Be careful about the longevity of relationships oh, and yes. your expectations. Thinking that I didn't ask for him in the beginning, I can't ask now. Because one of the popular things is how you get them is how you keep them, mm-hmm, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You was, you know, you got them by cooking. He ain't cooked nothing for you then in the beginning. Why are you expecting him to cook for you now? Oh yeah, you know um, th- that person didn't pour into you in the beginning. You did gave all the advice. So why would you want some good advice now? Right. As you say, we all have been rebirthed, multiple, multiple. The person that I was is not the person now, and my needs, my desires have changed. changed. You get to ask for more.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Give
1: yourself permission to ask for more. I did not need that then. Yeah. I may not have been in school then, and need you to pay more of the bills. Yep. I may, I may have not even had a kid. We didn't have a kid then, and I needed more sleep. So right. I need you to stay up. And I, I was
0: real confident before I had kids. Now I'm an unconfident. Parent. I need more compliments. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm unsure. I don't gain weight. I'm unsure of my body. My esteem is low. I've never been a parent before. I don't know if I'm doing this thing right with this new little human. So now I need you to pour into me a different way mm-hmm. than I needed you, get you to switch before it up. we became parents.
1: You get to switch it up. Absolutely. For sure. You get to ask for more. You definitely do. You don't have to stay. oh, that's who I was 10 years ago. That's who I have to. No, it's
0: not. Right. And that's kind of gross. you you the same person uh, <laughs> a decade later. You're the same person a year later. Where's but that's the evolution?
1: Why, I think that's the reason why some relationships fail. Mm. Because the growth in you and now you can't, the person may not have grown mm-hmm. that you're with. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like the company you're in, you done went and got educated. You like, okay, I'm going to need that. I'm going to need a better position or I got to go.
0: Period. When you do professional development, mm-hmm. you demand more from your employer. Right. Period. You do self-development. I'm going to need. You now you what? should be I realized, more.
1: more. I realized I shouldn't be the only one cooking. You should. You eating too. Like, you know, can you cook a few dinners? Yeah. I realized that, you know, after going to some of these, um, law of attraction meetings that we shouldn't talk negatively to each other and we should speak and they might be looking at you like whoa I don't want you to speak like that to me no more like you get to change stuff up (laughs) we need to be in the studio
0: we need need to get on back in the studio you caught it though you caught it Uh, nice nice catch my friend yeah but you're right you're right in your relationships, especially those long relationships where they've seen multiple versions of you, just because they knew you had an iPhone 3 doesn't mean you don't have bigger demands and... Bigger requirements on your maintenance as an iPhone ten. You demand more from an employer if you don't got to continuing education credits. You Mm don't been in school the whole time. You held this job. Now you have a higher degree. You expect a bigger position. Mm -hmm. You expect more money. You expect better perks and benefits. You expect to be able to work from home now because they can trust you do your job. You get perks that the older version of you didn't get. So it's the exact same thing in your personal relationships, Mm -hmm. right? I am a different person, and so I get different perks now. This version of me and I have permission to ask, ask for them. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Yes. Also as women, especially
1: don't think people are going to know, you know, what you wanted before and it's changed now. They should know. Um, yeah, they shouldn't. shouldn't. It's your job to kind of express that. Absolutely. Um, you don't, you shouldn't have to continuously express. I need you to do this. I need you to do that. Hey, can you help me clean up sometimes? Hey, can you, Mm -hmm. you know, all right. But when you start to evolve, you owe the people in your life yes. um, an a introduction, a, con- a conversation. Yes. The con- Introduce the new you. Absolutely. That's all I'm
0: They are entitled to a brand new introduction. Let me tell you who I am. Let me tell you who I was because you're still dealing with her. And mm-hmm. that's been a problem for about six months to a year. Now, this is the new me. Mm-hmm. And this is what I require. This is feel, what I feel I need at this point. And here's, uh, of that, my of my new requirement, this is the part I think you can fulfill, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And here's why I think you can, you're, you're qualified to fulfill it, right? Because we about to come to it. But when we talk about asking a shirtless man for the shirt off his back, mm-hmm. they might not be able to give you what you... What you're asking for. Let's get into it. Okay. So, okay. So, how do you begin to take more? So, we got about four or five tips for people to understand. Now we went way on a tangent on why you should be. Now we're going to give you some tips on how you can begin to do that. Mm-hmm. Number Tip number one, humble yourself. Now let me give you an example. I am the head of the Plant-Based Nutrition Support Group for Detroit. Plant-Based Nutrition Support Group is a nonprofit organization with nearly 6,000 members worldwide. And it was founded in Michigan by a gentleman named Paul Chatlin. Paul is white. Okay. So I'm the head of the Detroit PBNSG chapter, right? And so, and it's one of the biggest ones because City is a big Detroit is a big city. And so since I've been involved with plant-based nutrition support group for almost a year now, um, there's a lot of opportunities that have come up. One of them being, you know, I had the opportunity to speak at Wayne State Medical School mm-hmm. because Paul had a connect there, right? And he recommended me mm-hmm. to come in and speak on the impacts of plant-based nutrition on mental health. Very, very honored, right? Um, there's a big project that PBNSG is working on right now with a huge corporation, and he's asked me to come in and be a part of the project team mm-hmm. and build out this project, right? All because of Paul escorted me in the door, Right. So there has been an underlying feeling that I, I struggle with because I'm like, why do I have to have this white man escort me into these opportunities? Right. Right? So I've been kind of conflicted. Like like when I, st- st- I spoke at Wayne State Medical School, I wouldn't be here for him. And I'm like, dang, I started my own companies and my own business so that, you know, I could be here because of me. Right. Not realizing like that never happens like that. Even if you have your own company, you need other people to get ahead. Mm-hmm. But it was the struggle was, this is a white man. Right. Right? Still putting me on stages and in front of people and giving me opportunities. Okay. So just the other day... Now, Paul is super cool. Let me be clear about that, too. He doesn't have an ounce of discrimination in his body. Um, he's an ally. <laughs> right? Right. So Paul is super, super cool. So I don't get those vibes from him. I don't get... You know, this, this ego vibe from him, like, let me do, let me show you what I can right. do for you. Not at all. This is a hundred percent born within me. Uh-huh. Okay. So there's, there's this new veg fest that happens in Detroit. I think last year was the first year they um, they started advertising again for it this year. Um, and so Paul called me just the other day and he said, Lisa, do you want to speak at three V three, one, three? And I said, absolutely. He said, here's the name and a number to the guy who runs the whole show. I've already told him about you. Mm-hmm. He said, give him a call. Mm-hmm. If you want to speak and if you're available that weekend, give him a call. And that's a big veg fest. Literally hundreds of people are going to be coming through. Right. Right? And so my brain went to my default setting. Ah, Here this white man go, escorting me into another opportunity right. again. Right? Right. So, now, mind you, I'm having those thoughts, but I ain't turning down that opportunity. <laughs> Be clear. <laughs> so, I get off the phone with Paul, and I call the guy. He told me to call. The guy answers the phone. I said, hi, you know, I'm Lisa a. Smith. Um, Mr. Paul Challen told me to call you about speaking this year at uh, V313. He said, hi, Lisa. Is a doctor? I said, no, it's just Lisa. Instantly feeling a little, uh-oh, not qualified. Right. Blah, 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 right? And he said, oh. He said, okay. I'm like, so, you know, Paul, he's like, yeah, you know, Paul told me about you. I was like, I was wondering, you know, what what's the requirements to speak? You know, how do I apply? Right. He said, the requirements are that you were referred by Paul Chatelain. I'll send you over the registration. Drops the mic. That's all, folks. He said, I respect his opinion so much. I'm already sold on you. Wow.
1: That's deep. Jay. That's so- deep. I don't think you should say nothing else. <laughs> Shut up. I, I want you to be quiet because I think we might lose. Just let's just let have that a moment rest in that a moment <laughs> I, I'm trying not to go t- to
0: hood like bro. <laughs> um, that's So the very first way you begin to take more out of your relationships is by humbling yourself. Mm-hmm. Get off your high horse. Get these narratives out of your head that you're living in. Lisa, it's not a matter of black and white in this situation. You're not being, again, you know, I needed a white man to get where I am. We have a mutually beneficial relationship. Have you forgot that you literally run a segment of his program for him that he couldn't get nobody else to do for years? And you've been doing it for months. You aren't what you're getting right now. You got literally over hundred people registering every month for PBNSG Detroit because you set that up. Right. you built that. You know what I mean? You advertised for that. You bring these people in and introduce them to this lifestyle, right? And now you are running a part of his organization for him that he could, he, he told you, listen, I've had two other people try this, and we cannot get Detroit off the ground. You're the one. He's like, he, he's told you multiple times. You are literally a godsend. Mm -hmm. so all y'all been doing the whole time is taking each other from each other in your relationship Mm -hmm. why now that you are that speaking gigs and things that you want to do that you've dreamt about doing are falling in your lap and you got the nerve to be making up narratives in your head as to why you should what are you doing right what are you doing Mm -hmm. no you've been giving 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 now you taking That's that's it that's it
1: that's it
0: number one humble yourself
1: do we go on? <laughs> Is there anything else? Number two. All right. We already talked about no scoreboard watching. No um, doubt. No doubt. And reevaluate. We talked about reevaluating. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if we spoke on this, but knowing what's available to you from each and every situation, mm. you know, you want... Something from a relationship that's not even available. You know, asking a shirtless man for the shirt off his back. No doubt, there's not a shirt to give you. He ain't got no shirt, sis. I want you to pay more on these bills when this man is really tapping out on his finances, paying what he's already paid. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Or you're at a small company. Um, I can't give you a promotion. There's nothing to promote you to. I can't let you work from home. We need you here. You you, you, can, you you're gonna go to the CEO from this point? Like, there's nothing else of it. So you have to move on and find something that um, can give you what you want. Yeah, because that's
0: you used the example about your coworker who, who moved oh, who moved her guy in.
1: Right. So a coworker of mine mm-hmm. met a man. Mm-hmm. Oh, too, much to my dismay. <laughs> Oh, um, let me say that. I'm sorry. Much to my dismay. <laughs> Auntie met a man Jay
0: at the workplace. <laughs> Jay.
1: the man in on her and her children. Can I? Oh, I want to sidebar this is so bad about uh, protect your children, people. Um, move the man in after knowing him only a, a, a matter of weeks. And he hadn't even paid the month on his place. He was so quick to move her like she was a savior, right? Mm-hmm. And I was asking her when she was walking around smiling. I said, Sis, I'm not trying to rain on your parade. I'm really not trying to. But you sure this is a good idea? Yeah, girl, yeah. He do this, he do that, he do this for me. I'm like, okay, I'm going to um, check in with you, re- you know, see what you got to say in a couple of weeks, not saying anything's going to happen. But. Right. So every week or so, I'm like, what's going on? Everything good? Everything good. Right? Smiling. As time went on, now this is only about three or four weeks into the situation, she's mad. Uh, he he um, can't pay this bill, and he he can't. He's asking me for rides, and he's doing this and he's doing that. Well, he moved in with you um, because he couldn't pay the bills where he was at. Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden, you think he's about to be holding down the rent and where, where he's at because he's now with you. Mm-hmm. Now you expect him to be the type of and she's a hustler. Mm-hmm. She's a hustler. Like she has any means necessary. Any means necessary. Got I'm it. just so used to doing it. So you 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 knew what you were getting. So those dynamics don't change Mm-mm. because now you want them. Mm-hmm. You know, he does not have what you are
0: asking for to give and you knew that. Yeah. So now he got to go. Now he's got to go. So you're trying to take from a relationship something that he never had to give. He never had it to give. Okay, so that's step number two. Make sure what you're asking for, or what you're looking for, is available it to be given. It's available to be given. There's so many things that you
1: know is not even there, but you're kind of trying to pull from a pool that's not even—it's not even there. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. If you want a man to provide, you got to get a man that can provide. Mm-hmm. If you want, you a, started the relationship saving him. Yeah, now you want him to be the savior. It doesn't work that Deep. way. It doesn't work that way. As well as you know your kids, you—I've seen people do this: baby their kids. Don't ask anything of them. They don't clean up. They don't do anything. Mm-hmm. But now you mad. I told them to do this, this, that, they ain't do it. They don't have that inside of them to do. You yep. didn't teach it to them. Yep. Where, where are they pulling from? Absolutely. Where are they pulling from? You had to teach them independence. You had to teach them self-worth. Oh, your daughter is now sleeping with a guy because he's cute. Did you teach herself worse? Did you teach her value? Did you instill anything into her? Mm-hmm. Did you make her know that she's beautiful? That people have to have it in them mm-hmm. to be able to to give it, mm-hmm. to exude it, absolutely, to present it. You can't present anything or give anything if you don't have it to give. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's just my tip. Make sure the person has it to give. Period. It's kind of sim- simple. Yeah. That way you can avoid the whole resentment piece, mm-hmm. the whole resentment joint like they don't got it.
0: Yep. Let's move on. Yep. You'll save yourself a crap ton of resentment and stress mm-hmm. if you if you are self aware enough and intuitive enough to be able to identify the talents and the resources in the person you're trying to take from. Because mm-hmm. we should be taken. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number three. Number one, be humble. Number two, make sure you're not asking for a shirtless man for the shirt off his back. Number three, and I think this is another uh, assessment. <clears throat> Oh, no, 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 no. Position yourself to receive what you're asking for. Mm-hmm. Right. So this makes me think of feng shui. Right. They talk about in feng shui how you can't be seeking a new relationship, say, for example, but you have the relationship room in your proverbial house clogged up with old dudes you used to kick you with. Still, kind of mess around every now and then. You still kind of dibbling and dabbling mm-hmm. with him and, and the ex and he, she, we, mm-hmm. or whatever. But you're steadily saying, Where, "Where's my Barack?" <laughs> 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 right? When I'm gonna find my Barack? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But you still got your foot. You know what I mean? In yeah. the other guy's pool. I like
1: the way Doctor Furman said. You you trying to plant your feet in two worlds? Ooh. You can't do that. Your feet are still
0: planted in two worlds.
1: You can't do that. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, no. We'll talk about that later. Okay, go
0: on. All right.
1: But I give a a, a better example for, you know, some people need it in layman's terms. And in layman's terms is, have you ever went somewhere, maybe back in the day before we, you know, elevated vegan world, you shout out, (laughs) but maybe a Coney Island or something where they're trying to give you your food Mm -hmm. and that door, you know. They're put. They're trying to open that door to put the food in, mm-hmm. but you haven't closed your all, or yours all the way, mm-hmm. so theirs can't open. Mm-hmm. So, so you're like standing there waiting for them to open the door to put the food in. They're like, no, close your door so I can open my door mm-hmm. to give it to you. Period. And that's how a lot of things work. Close that door. Yep. So they can give you what they need to give you. Shut it down, sir. So Shut it down. That's yep. all you have to do. You know. I know people who are riding around in cars that are barely working. I need a new car. I need a, I need, you're steadily pouring money into, I know I shouldn't get this repaired. You know, sometimes you need to trust things enough. Why don't you save that repair money to save for a new car? Mm -hmm. Why don't you put that money aside and, and, and ride that, you know, okay, you need, you know, certain things for that car. But I've seen people like what I'm gonna do is Mm -hmm. I'm gonna make it almost brand new. No, you're not. Finagle the system. Maybe, yeah, you're trying to override the system. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You trying to Mm -hmm. No, put that money aside. If you want a new car, you're gonna Mm -hmm. have to invest in that thing. And you're gonna have to make yourself available. Because once you're saying I ain't fixing that, your mind
0: shifts. I'm not fixing that car no more. Right. No doubt about it. And you know, position yourself, okay, what what does getting a new car require of me? They probably gonna need to run my credit. Is you paying your bills on time? Are right. you making sure that you know your payment history, that you don't have any hits on your credit report? Or are you just saying I need a new vehicle? Mm-hmm. Are you literally positioning yourself to receive when the right. opportunity comes knocking?
1: Mm-hmm. I was reading. I'm not reading. Watching a um, a YouTube video. A girl, she gives a lot of self development videos or whatever, and she said she met a girl who watched her YouTube videos was, you know, she met her and she likes her vibe, this girl did some type of business. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, I watch you, I love you, I do this and I do that. And she was like, bet, I've got somebody to hook you up with, give me your business card. Mm-hmm. Girl didn't have a business card. She like, all right, you don't have no business card, mm-hmm. run that website. Oh, I don't, I don't have no website. She wasn't she had not positioned herself to even take from the relationship. Like you just met she me. Finally I finally
0: met the girl that she's been receiving all this value from.
1: Yeah, ready and now to when it was her
0: turn to take.
1: Wasn't she position. She said
0: I was so turned off at that point.
1: What I'm going to recommend you for and you don't have a website. You, know, you wasn't ready to receive. position. You, you wasn't ready. You wasn't ready. So,
0: so she lost out the on the opportunity. She lost out on the opportunity that so do all the work to position yourself. You don't know where it's coming you mm-hmm. don't know when it's coming. You know what I mean? In certain situations, right? You don't know when it's coming, so you have to position yourself to be ready. Mm-hmm. And just do what you what you know. Mm-hmm. You might not know everything that's required to get a new car, but you know credit may be involved. Right. Right? You know a small down payment might mm-hmm. be involved. Why are you still eating out like you already got a new car? Right. You need right. to be cooking. Right. Right? So yeah, position yourself to receive to receive to that's receive. The end of the okay, that's number 3. Position yourself to receive. All right. So Lise, I'm not good at taking um, y'all. You and Jay, y'all sound kind of alpha. Y'all a little aggressive with <laughs> um, y'all. Y'all go out and snatch it from the world. Right. But what about those of us who um, are, are a little more beta? Right. We don't we don't go out and snatch what we want from the world or, or demand it from other people. How can I ease into this position of being a better taker for my relationships? Here's a recommendation for you guys get into controlled giving environments where people are literally there to give. Mm -hmm. Okay. So example, I'm in a mastermind for entrepreneurs and we meet once a month and, um, we, there's about, uh, I don't know, seven or eight of us, right? We all are black female entrepreneurs and, the The entire purpose of this mastermind group is to show up every month and solve each other's problems, mm-hmm. right? Or to celebrate each other because mm-hmm. sometimes you don't need a thing. Sometimes you just need to be told you're on the right track and you're knocking it out the park, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. But the this mastermind group is literally designed. It's a giving environment, mm-hmm. right? So I show up and they like, nah, at least this this what you need to do to market your book. Nah no, least this how you need to do to book you know bigger and better speaking engagements, right? I'm pouring it to somebody else. Nah, no, that's not nah, no, this is how I would do it or this is how I hire, right? So get into an environment. If you're like, I don't know how to start having that conversation with my husband or my kids or my employer about, you know, me taking more from them, start, get your feet wet by getting into an environment that's designed for you to be given to, right? Maybe for your uh, church home or something offers these different support groups throughout the month or the week, right? Sometimes they have like relationship counseling support groups. They have financial counseling support groups. A friend of mine just told me, uh, a client of she's doing this like financial fast with her church for 21 days right and then you know i'm sure they talk or meet up and you know people are pouring into her resources to help her make her finances better right so get into structured environments where it the whole point of this you know thing is so that people can pour into you and you become more comfortable with taking
1: yeah and just to add to that um um, a good saying is that I just heard was, you know, the the thing that been introduced into the new new millennium that was supposed to benefit us the most is our biggest distraction and our biggest setback, and mm-hmm. that's our technology and our phones. Mm-hmm. You have so much information in your phone that could help you and assist you. Like, okay, what's this group that does this? What's but instead. What do we do? Get on social media, mm-hmm. scroll on, you know, maybe YouTube, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Some people Snapchat. You can find so much valuable information on, you know, to what you were saying, like mm-hmm. all these different groups. Mm-hmm. If you use the devices that were meant to be, matter of fact, taken from the relationship, the devices, the device, the device, that it, your relationship with your device, your relationship, I'm about to knock something over. <laughs> Your relationship with your device, you're not taking enough from the relationship. This thing in your hand should be elevating you. Preach, preacher. It should not be um, making you have... strenuous relationship with your family. You know, you just in the corner on your phone while y'all having dinner. Mm -hmm. Um, You're an entrepreneur, but you're not always online looking at things to help your business, learning how to do a website, learning the groups you talked about. You're not online doing the things that can benefit you. You're not taking enough from your relationship with your devices, your Mm -hmm. technology. Mm -hmm. What? Mm -hmm. This is the downfall of people. These phones are the downfall of society instead of being used for what they
0: should, could be used for. To ease. To ease um, the process of elevating, of absolutely, of unburden, unburden you, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, I agree a thousand percent. Yeah, so and so like we talked about many, many episodes ago, and we were still in the studio. Um, how you use your slivers of time? Mm-hmm. You I'm, know what I mean? Yeah, you, you standing in line at the bank. You're in a drive-through. I don't know for what. Probably get some hot water for some tea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you're in a drive-through. Like today, I rode past last other day, riding down some Main Street. McDonald's line in the morning, Tim Hortons line in the morning. It's all the way done curved, all the way out around the building into the street. Mm-hmm. I just rolled past and was like, one, two, three, four, five, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve future clients. I'll see y'all soon. What? What are you doing? I don't like you. You just every morning pouring sugar and fat and processed food and colorants and, and preservatives into and your body, and then morning. I mean, Jay, it was early. I'm talking like maybe seven in the morning. I'm like, y'all getting started. That's how you treat your brain? this early in the morning and you expecting to get out here and produce? Mm-hmm. I'll see you in a I minute.
1: I need my sugar. I need my caffeine. Yeah,
0: I'm like, look at my multi-million sitting in that drive through line. i see y'all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, next time I see him, I'm going to start passing out cards. Please. Hey, listen. Please. If you got a problem with sugar and dairy, hint, hint, looking at the coffee. You got a problem
0: with weight, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, depression, anxiety, uh, Dementia. Look, I'm you know what? Skip the line. I'm going straight inside of McDonald's like can y'all start putting these um in the bags with the happy meals and the uh my cards. Can you just start putting them Man, in? Man, the I was joking a few years ago with somebody about that like. I wish my job was to work at
1: McDonald's as a person who prescribed what they needed to do for the meal that they just had. Like a Big Mac meal, that'll be three hours on the treadmill, <laughs> 25 push-ups, fasting for five days straight, just water only, <laughs> and two hospital stays. There
0: you go. <laughs> Next. up. <laughs>
1: You need yoga. You need yoga. Yeah. I know you're not flexible. Oh, you when gonna
0: I... need prayer because you're gonna regret that soon as you eat that. Yeah, if I see it all over your face. You might want to get you closer know better, to yourself, right? Yeah, you, you know the Lord. <laughs> Do you know the Lord? Because yeah,
1: oh yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah, next, look at the the, the ticket.
0: <laughs> we about to start writing prescriptions for, for this nonsense y'all eating. I can't, girl. Forget that. I'm gonna start doing that in the dry in a uh, grocery store. Oh, you got two boxes of Fruity Pebbles and Cocoa Puffs, two gallons of milk, cookies, potato chips, and a Stouffer's lasagna. Look at here. I got a few people. I know. Listen, they take, what kind of insurance you got? Because <laughs> we're we going to skip the gym. We need to go straight to the pills. Yeah. So let look. Let's, let's get some stuff under control before we even talk about Yeah,
1: we need to get you under control. And then. And then. And only then. And only then. Well, I prescribe that, you know. That,
0: yeah 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 but you you gonna need something to bring that person yeah. down like right away yeah, Then we're gonna
1: not, go into the boot camp you know yeah. boot camp method you know yeah yeah we'll do warm that. up
0: yeah that's what we need that. to do we need to set up a table at these grocery stores and just write people yeah oh no you think you your bill is on only- look huh.
1: that's what we gonna do you know oh. people love free stuff right you know how they say at certain time at a certain time you know i got a free giveaway oh at- yeah it's going to be prescriptions. When everybody line up with their baskets. Oh, Oh, yeah. That's how we get them to come to us. Mm-hmm. We don't have to. Yeah, we got, we got something going in 2019. Uh, Jay,
0: y'all. I got an already pre-existing condition up here with two hams in a cart. You said what? <laughs> <laughs> huh? No, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> get, she, get, uh She already <laughs> suffering from obesity and hypertension, but she's also buying. <laughs> Send her to this line. <laughs> She got ice cream? Yeah, I got something. Yeah, send her over here. All right. right. I'm going to need you to go take the line next over, ma'am. Next. <laughs> I can't. I you said your kid got behavior yeah, problems. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> Probably that red 40. Send her
0: over here. Right. You said, would you give him orange juice and a Pop-Tart every morning? Uh Day. We got a... Ma- we, this is a cold blue. Everybody, we need the little young seven-year-old to the front of the line. This is our future. Yeah. Cold blue. Shut up. Focus. Oh, Man. <laughs> Cold blue, you hear me? No, we got to start giving out the real scripts. We shutting the whole academy down. That's the business idea for twenty nineteen. Pop
1: up scripts coming to a town near you. I
0: cannot pop up scripts. Oh my god. Um. <clears throat> so while we're an hour and twenty six minutes in. What? <laughs> You extra. You be going too far. That's what I'm saying. You be pulling me into your nonsense. Oh, man. I guess we should begin getting it right. Wait a minute. Did I have another tip I wanted to give about how to start taking more from your relationship? Though I just want to make sure. Um, oh, the final one was uh, determine if they're really just takers. That, that The people we always blame are taking, taking, taking. Uh-huh. Determine if they're really just takers or are you a chronic giver who lacks the ability to be a gracious receiver? Mm-hmm. Right. Who's really at fault? Yeah. Okay. So you've already established that they are genuinely good people. You've also already established that you're not asking a shirtless man for the shirt off his back. Okay. But do people offer and you decline Mm -hmm. or, um, do you never make people privy to your needs because you're a private person or you have a lot of pride and you don't want to tell people what you need or you don't want to share that you're struggling. right? Right. And so you allow people to take because you haven't gained the ability to become a gracious receiver, but you're also not uh, making people aware of what your needs are. Yeah,
1: I just experienced that today. I was like, I remember when my car was, um, I didn't have heat in my car. And I was like, you didn't offer a penny. You didn't offer me anything. You just sat back and just watched me struggle. It was like, I asked you multiple times what was going on. and. You was like, you know, it's not even cold yet. I'm not going to get my car fixed yet. It's not even cold yet. And and they were just repeating some of the things I said. I'm like, okay, I did say that. Mm -hmm. Like, didn't want to be vulnerable. Like, I need Mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, can you spot, not even spot me, give me a few hundred dollars to help me get my car fixed. They were like, you just made it seem like you had it all together and didn't need anything. Yep. I'm like, oh, probably. (laughs) Mainly because I knew that I would. You know, mm-hmm. and it's, it's it's that's a that's a hard thing too. Being so independent, knowing you got your own back. Yeah, like I don't need to ask you for nothing. If I don't have it now, I'll have it eventually. Or because I always do. Because I always do. I always
0: fix it. I always solve it. Yeah. So... Oh my god, the black woman's burden.
1: Or another case with me, I'll just go to my go-to fixers, the people who I don't feel any type of way asking for something.
0: Mm, that's one we ain't touched on. How we own, we pick and choose who we take from. Yeah. And then we take more from the, this handful the of the people
1: who won't use it against me, the people who won't throw it in my face, mm-hmm. the people who I won't feel will judge me like, damn, you don't got it. The people who who I trust to ask things
0: from. Yes. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really that's a really, really good one. Yeah. Um I like it. I like it. So I feel like we delve almost too deep into this topic, but it was really a a big conversation for us. Um, in December and so I thought it would be a phenomenal way to start 2019 about um, be a better taker be a yeah, better taker be a better this taker. year be a better taker on all fronts in our relationships not just romantic not just familial but professional right mm-hmm. how can you be a better taker to up level because again we are codependent on each other and while we we often are quite contradictory with ourselves by establishing our independence where um, we actually need to be more dependent on others, and so figure out how you can extract more from your relationships, um, and figure out how you can make sure you're manifesting the things you need by clearing out those areas in your life to allow those things to come into it. So that was the whole point of the last <laughs> hour and twenty nine minutes, because you know Jay gets out of control; she goes off the deep end. She <laughs> yeah. starts getting deep, you know. Yeah. And she come with the analogies, you know. It just it just gets crazy. Yeah, um, but.
1: Scripts until now. Yeah, that's where I
0: got out of it. Scripts in 2019, we writing them. Jay, guys, thank you so much uh, for being a part of the academy, for showing up with us every other week for all the nonsense. But we hope we drop some gems in between. We never really know till we listen back to it uh, whether or not we might have touched somebody out there. Um, But (laughs) if there's something that you would like to see in the academy, if there is a health or wellness condition that you want help on, that you want us to identify an expert in, reach out to us. If you're already in the academy, which you already are, click on the housekeeping tab and click on suggestion box. I have set up a opportunity for you to tell us exactly what you want. You It can be anonymous. You do not have to leave your name or your number or anything like that. Just tell us what condition you're struggling with Um, It it clearly, as you see from this episode, it doesn't have to be specifically a physical or biological condition. Um, It can be a relational condition. Um, And let us know how we can serve you better here at the Black Health Academy. I've said it many times. Professionally Fit is my first company, but the Black Health Academy is my second company and my public service. So this is the way that I give back to us. So however we can serve you better, please let us know the Black Health Academy that academy. theblackhealthacademy.com to sign up to join to enroll. Um any final words Jay? Want to delve into this uh Black Health Academy uh we got to do the pledge. We got to do the pledge. No, no, uh last
1: words. Those will be my last words cuz they already, you know. They I got them together. You <laughs> I don't need to listen back. <laughs> you like I said what I said. I said what I said. <laughs> Pull more, extract more, take more from them relationships,
0: period. Yeah, including your kids. That was a good one. That was a major nugget. That was a really good one. Okay, as always, we're going to conclude the podcast with our Black Health Academy pledge, which can be found inside of the Black Health Academy under the tab labeled as podcast. Click on the podcast and join with us in taking the pledge for your health.
1: One last thing. Stop paying on membership and y'all not using the gym. Go to the gym. Stop paying and you're not getting the benefit from the gym. Don't act like people don't. That have... It is a relationship. Yeah, you paying. You got this gym membership, and
0: you're not even going. Man, mm. take
1: from that relationship. Get in shape. Get healthy. And All see right. what else
0: they offer that come with your membership. Yep.
1: Oh, I didn't tell you that every day after I work out, I've, I've been getting massages now. Cause. Yep. Let's go. You've
0: been.
1: Yeah. Oh. I, the,
0: the Black, Black Health Academy, Academy pledge to, to honor my mind and body with, with nourishment, movement, and intentional mindfulness. mindfulness. My health and that of my kin are among my highest priorities. I will control that which is within my control. I am the sole driver of what lays the foundation of my body, mind, soul, and spirit. I am determining that giving up is not an option. My destiny is my doing. My life depends on it. Until next time, guys, take care.